For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Carrie Liang. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering plans for Street Week and other Princeton headlines at the start of a new semester. It's Monday, January 24th. With the first day of classes today, Princeton students are gearing up for an annual tradition at the start of the spring semester, Street Week, when sophomores and upper-class students can join Princeton's eating clubs. For the second year in a row, that process has been upended by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. To learn more, I sat down with Annie Rupertus, a news writer who has been covering the story for The Prince. So my name is Annie Rupertus, class of 25, and I'm a news and design staffer for The Prince. So about this article, what is Street Week? So Street Week is a period that happens every year where eating clubs host various events for prospective members to meet current members, uh, kind of get a sense of what the clubs are like, and ultimately decide uh, which ones they want to try and join for the upcoming year. And what would Street Week look like pre-COVID? So usually it's just a bunch of in-person events at the clubs. Um, People can go talk to members in real life all of that. And so what is different about it this year? So this year it's kind of a combination of what a normal street week would look like and uh, with some elements of a virtual street week which is what happened last year. Um, So what a lot of the clubs are doing is there will be some in-person events working within the 20-person cap for in-person gatherings that the university is working with right now and then also virtual options for those who prefer that in some entirely virtual events. If people want to read more about Street Week, where can they find this? So I have a piece coming out in the news section of the Daily Princetonian this morning. Um, You can check it out on our website. Thank you so much. In other Princeton news, on Tuesday, January 18th, the Association of Black Seminarians at the Princeton Theological Seminary held a demonstration demanding administrators to rename Miller Chapel. The chapel is named after Samuel Miller, a professor at Princeton Theological Seminary in the 19th century who employed slave labor throughout his life. Three days before the protest, ABS created a petition calling on the seminary's board of trustees to vote to remove Miller's name at the upcoming meeting on January 25th. Despite recognizing the seminary's efforts to confront its history with slavery, ABS argued there is still more work to complete and that the community should be able to worship each day without the reminder of the sins of the seminary that continue to enforce the psychological chains of slavery. And in an email to the Daily Princetonian, University President Christopher Eisgruber, Class of 83, defended a memo sent by Dean of the School of Public and International Affairs, Amani Jamal, in the wake of the not guilty verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Jamal sent the memo, titled Our Moral Duty, to members of the Spear community in November, urging them to investigate our policies and practices within the justice system and beyond. Members of the Princeton Open Campus Coalition responded with a letter addressed to Eisgruber, complaining that Jamal's memo posed a threat to free speech and lively discourse on campus. 
Eisgruber, however, emphasised that Jamal's memo specified that the views represented were her own and maintained that faculty members have the academic freedom to voice their opinions about matters of public concern. Today will be partly cloudy, reaching a high of 35 degrees during the day and a low of 24 degrees at night. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Jack Anderson and me, sound engineered by Jack Anderson and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Kerry Liang. Have a wonderful day.